have not I written to you excellent things? Excellent things. Welcome back to Hackberry House, a podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church in North Korea. My name is Bob. This is podcast number 483. It is May 29, 2016. Well, excellent things indeed. The story of one ministry to North Korea called Crossing Borders. I've talked to you about them before and read to you from them before. And they've just sent me an annual report, and I'd like to go through that with you a little at a time. Uh, I don't think it'll take too many weeks, but uh, we'll start today. The results of their work over a year. I wish I could share the pictures with you. They're beautiful and, and reflect the, the poverty and somewhat uh, loneliness of the area and the uh, uh, almost hopelessness. But we know with Christ there, it's not going to be hopeless at all. I'm reading from the original letter, which they call Almost There. In fact, the whole book is called Almost. Almost. Every once in a while, we feel overwhelmed at the weight of our responsibility. North Korean refugees are suffering at the hands of traffickers and policies they cannot control. They're bartered as commodities. They have no access to their local economies. They have few rights and are in constant danger. They come from a country that cares more about nuclear weapons than their well-being. Any missteps on our end can mean death for the people in our network and indefinite prison sentences for our brave workers on the ground. Our work is clandestine. We hold meetings in China under the veil of night, always looking over our shoulders for a suspicious glance. This is a heavy responsibility. Keeping this organization going takes more than discipline. It takes daily strength from God. Last year, I believe God used people like you to fuel our work. Currently, there are an estimated 200,000 North Korean refugees in China. Our mission is to help more of these people and to help them more effectively. China actively seeks to degrade networks like ours that are devoted to protecting and caring for these people. But we felt your love and support through several events that we organized across the country. We look back on last year with complete awe, not at the sheer number of people we met, but at the reaction of so many of you who responded with encouragement and prayer. This helps us to continue our work with focus and forged strong partnerships to accomplish much. Then he he just lists the things that they did, and as much as possible I will try to avoid using any names, even the director. But they added 70 refugees to their network. They delivered quality medical care to the refugees in that network, started three rural churches comprised of North Korean refugees and their families, took in seven North Korean orphans, sent three North Korean refugees to freedom to the modern-day Underground Railroad, hosted an annual retreat for 31 North Korean orphans and taught them career skills and goal-setting, informed 1,003 people about the NK refugee crisis through events that they sponsored, 
So we are hopeful we can see a future close at hand where North Korean refugees in China are not cut off from the rest of the world. Our refugees are showing signs of progress and growth. Our orphans are almost at a point where they will begin making critical adult decisions to become responsible men and women. 2016, we will go forward with excitement and focus. I just got the annual report. I realize it's late May, but uh, the report was a while in getting together. I'm looking at the next page now. An incredible shot from China over to North Korea at, at a river that is the border. And... Uh, Barrenness is all I can say. I see mountains there. North Korea just barren looking. You see some old, old looking uh, high rise buildings, but not too high. Uh, and then farmland that also looks barren. Just uh, a typical, um, I, I think, a, a spiritual parallel to what we're talking about the barrenness of that country. Though, if you look at Pyongyang and and that's what they will try to make you do all the time. Look at Pyongyang, and it looks like a, a 21st century city. Just as wonderful as can be. All right. Almost Healed is the next section I'm going to be reading from. In 2015, Crossing Borders was able to start work in a new region in China where we found thousands of North Korean refugees living in relative safety. This region, far from the Chinese-North Korean border, is subject to far less scrutiny by government authorities. Police are not trained to spot North Koreans and security is not heightened. Our plans to reach out to the refugees in this region were intentionally different from our usual approach. We've held back from providing monetary support. A few refugees in this area had contacted a local pastor who was serving faithfully in the region with hopes of spreading the gospel among the refugees. Hiring the pastor full-time, we responded to those refugees' needs by supporting his efforts to minister to this population. Now, the pastor has helped us make initial contact with 70 refugee women in the area who live in relative isolation. The resulting community that they formed together has spread encouragement and the love of God. We have high hopes, and we believe we are on the precipice of something great. North Korean refugee women are no longer secluded. They've gained access to good health care, and they've heard the gospel for the first time. We've also helped start three local churches. It's been an exciting opportunity for us to bring Christianity into a region that has not been exposed to the gospel in decades. Staff from the United States recently visited the area to better access or, excuse me, assess, assess the needs of the refugee population. The region was rural. Our staff members noted that homes were heated by firewood, and access to running water was through outdoor hoses. Refugees and our staff gathered late at night to avoid the suspicion of neighbors and passers-by. Our staff joined 15 refugees who gathered for worship. They sang passionately. It became clear to our team that God was at work. All of the women that we have encountered in this region were sold in China's vast and organized trafficking ring. We believe that traffickers saw this region as a prime place to sell North Koreans as forced brides to Chinese men 
and because of the severe gender disparity that exists there. Not only have these women been sold into forced marriages, they're refugees who have experienced and escaped the worst famine in modern history. North Korean refugees usually live in complicated situations involving needs for secrecy and security. In traveling with our field workers into this newly discovered region, we were both curious and excited to observe refugees living free of the constant stress imposed by police and local authorities. With us was a doctor from the United States who administered basic tests to examine their health. What we discovered was that even when the outer layers of fear and anxiety are removed from their lives, North Korean refugees suffer from deep wounds as a result of their past. According to the examination made by our physician, the symptoms and ailments we found common amidst refugee women could be attributed to post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD along with the emotional and mental symptoms of this condition, irritability, trouble sleeping, trouble concentrating, angry outbursts, and so on, many of our refugees display psychosomatic symptoms, symptoms from a psychological disorder that are manifested physically. New York State names a few psychosomatic symptoms of PTSD as gastric distress, headaches, other otherwise unexplainable aches and pains, dizziness, trembling, feelings of suffocating, nausea, a pounding or rapid heartbeat, or a, a tightness in the chest that can feel much like a heart attack. We're now coming to a, a better understanding of how to respond to a number of the refugees in our network who, though healthy in appearance, assess their own physical health with a score average of 1.8 on a scale of five in a survey conducted in late 2014. It's important for us to handle PTSD in, in a way that is consistent with our faith and culturally sensitive. It's become an organized objective to develop a plan to address PTSD with the refugees in our care and with those we make contact with in the years to come. The good news is that treatment for PTSD is already in motion. As we form new faith communities, they become places for our refugees to gather together for worship and fellowship. One of the best steps toward treatment for PTSD is for individuals to find a community where they can share about their past without judgment or advice. Crossing Borders does not aim to provide for every need of our refugees. Our work is to empower North Korean refugees to do this for themselves. We believe that forming communities of faith will address their invisible wounds and give them strength to rebuild their lives. Well, there's much more in the book, and we'll be talking about it in weeks to come. I remember coming back from uh, North Korean ministry inside of South Korea back in 2009. Uh, it is a long time ago now, but I, I still remember it with horror because I came back with... Uh, a condition that we're talking about in the book, the uh, PTSD symptoms. I was I was diagnosed as having having that, uh, and had to go on medication. Uh, went to many many prayer places, listened to a lot of 
Christian music for many months and could not work for, for many weeks. Um, I had prayed beforehand, Lord, help me to relate to these people. Help me to relate to these people. I, I can't, I've not suffered. I don't understand. And God allowed me to go through that. I can't say that that's totally an answer to prayer, but I believe it's quite possible. Quite possible that God did allow me to touch their lives in some ways. I've shared this kind of thing before, but it reminds me as I read through here that I actually suffered a little bit of what they suffer. Now, their suffering goes on. It just goes on and on. Mine was over in just a few months. But this is how they live. They live in fear. Uh, try to imagine it. Try to, uh, try to deal with it in your own heart about what you will do. Because I believe we are called to do something, if nothing more than pray or support organizations like this. I can't tell you about the organization or how to get in touch with it. I've told you the name of it. and You go ahead and, and research it on your own. I, I'm really not... They didn't ask me to put these things on here. They gave me permission, but uh, I'm not working for them in this way. I do support them myself, but uh, you, you go ahead and look for others, perhaps, that are doing the same kind of work. There are so many groups that are going behind the scenes and doing what needs to be done, we hope. We're asking God, and uh, let's just pray now. Let's pray together now. Father, I'm asking you uh, to go to North Korea. I know you are there. I'm asking that you go to these women and others uh, like this in the network of crossing borders, that you will touch their lives in a, in a special and wonderful way, that you will be present to them and let them know it's okay, don't be afraid, it's going to be alright. Let them know somehow there is hope in Jesus Christ. Maybe not hope in the Chinese government, definitely not in the North Korean government. Maybe not hope in what the Americans can do, but hope in you. And I pray that you will send that help, send that help, whatever help they need. Thank you that you're doing it through this group and, and many others. Keep raising up others, Lord, to do this. Go into the prison camps, O oh God, and sit beside your people that you love and that love you. Have fellowship with them. Give them great miracles they never would have had before had they not gone through this. I know that you are so close and so wanting to help those who have to go through difficult times like this. And where sin abounds, your grace much more abounds. We can interpret it that way too. Well, Lord, thank you. I thank you for those who are listening. Would you give ideas to them, what they can do? Give ideas to me. If, uh, if we're not doing enough, show us what we ought to be doing. Thank you so much for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, on my website there, there's a long series on North Korea. There's North Korea updates. Don't forget to click on Photos. And then click on the first couple albums that you see. You're going to see scores of picture updates on North Korea. You can also check out my book at the store. It's Hackberry House, uh, Volume 1, uh, Two Years with North Korea. Uh, I think you're going to be blessed by it. I think it's four or 500 pages of anecdotes. I was reading from it here online not long ago. I've, I've actually probably read the whole book online somewhere at Sermon Audio if you want to go a blog at a time. Um, but uh, it would be great for you to have as like a, uh, a daily devotional. Just, just read a little bit. You can't really take a whole lot of this in one day. I can't. Some of you are stronger. I hope you are. Uh, but it takes some emotional strength to handle what they're going through. 
God bless you today. Tomorrow, I've told you, is break day, another break day because of the holiday. Not, I don't really break for holidays normally, but I will be out of town and on the road, and I would rather just let it go tomorrow. God bless you. Go searching all over my site and reading some of the things there. And let's, let's keep the, the fellowship going all the time. But Tuesday, we come back with some questions and answers from Genesis. I, I'm really looking forward to keep on, keeping on sharing what I'm finding in the Thank you for the things that you send me from time to time. What a blessing to hear from you. God bless you today. We'll talk soon.